Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Quinlivan. And this podcast is all about gently letting go of those aspects of self that are in the way of our awareness of the divine love that we are. So, in other words, that deep essence that we truly are just gently letting go of all those layers that block us from feeling that. And today's episode is going to be on never-ending gentleness. But before I do that, I just want to remind you that um, you can look me up on my website, which is livingawarenesswa.com. I also have a Facebook page, YouTube channel, Instagram page, which are all Living Awareness WA. And I've also got a workshop coming up, which is beautiful because it's been a little while. And the workshop is on kindness to self. And that's on Sunday, the 27th of November from 5.30pm to 7pm. And it's a little hall in Wembley Downs, the Scout Hall, actually, which is right on a park with beautiful trees around it. So, and I just want to encourage you to that because, you know, when we sit together in presence with other beings who are accessing beautiful states of oneness or divine love that we are, it creates a field that helps us to access that space that draws us in plus the trees will be there like I said and I always ask for help I mean we always have help it's a field of oneness but of course I ask for help to be there to guide us in divine love and there'll be plenty of opportunity for questions and or for you to contribute some of your wisdom And if this is the kind of thing that you'd like to attend but you're a bit nervous about, just know that, you know, you don't, you can just sit and be. You don't have to speak if you don't want to. Although most people find that it's a very accepting space. So I'd really encourage you to come along to that. It's called Kindness to Self. You can look that up on my website under the workshops section and you can book from there or you can contact me. And please tell all your friends and family about it too. So the name that's been coming to me for today's episode is Never-Ending Gentleness. And where that comes from is this connection to this, well, this truth of what we are, this divine essence. And Albert Einstein, who, who's a very famous, brilliant man, physicist, from many generations past, he said that, and this is an exact quote, it isn't exact, but it's close enough. He said that what we think of as matter doesn't really exist, that matter is really energy whose vibration has slowed enough so as to be perceptible for the, to the human senses. So that matter is really energy vibrating slowly that we can perceive, we see. And the source of that energy is pure source, pure divine love. And my increasingly experience of that is 
this absolute sublime gentleness. And it doesn't matter what we're doing here. It doesn't matter what thoughts we're having, if we're having jealous or hateful or angry or if we've hurt someone or if we've behaved badly. None of that matters because this experience is a dreaming, just like a dream that we might have in bed at night. This is a dreaming. So it's just like when we wake up into that divine essence, just like we'd wake up in the morning and realize the dream isn't true and therefore we don't need to worry about it. (laughs) It's exactly the same. It's like this field of essence is always there, unconditionally loving us, sublime gentleness. So when we learn to hold ourselves with this never-ending gentleness, then that's going to be truth. That's the truth of what we are. That's the way we are always held. It's a bit like, you know, when you start to really connect to the earth and you feel that essence or you connect to the trees and you notice always what I get from nature is go gently. Everything is okay. You are loved. It's just like, you know, your dog or your cat or your elderly grandma perhaps or someone that you know or something has always unconditionally loved you. That's what we need to bring up. And most especially when we're judging ourselves, when we think that somehow we're not going fast enough or somehow we're going backwards or we know we've been grumpy with our husbands and children or our friends at work or whatever, okay, whatever it is that we think that we've done or that we think that we're doing, or even when we're at our most angry, that's the moment to bring up this absolute gentleness, absolute kindness. And also when we're scared, you know, when we're scared and vulnerable and we don't quite want to take the steps that we know that we need to take (laughs) because it feels a bit terrifying. And, you know, the greatest gift we can offer ourselves in that moment is to really hold that inner child that's scared Hold her with the greatest compassion, the greatest tenderness. And, you know, oddly, when I do that, because I can still, I still need to be reminded of this. And if I'm caught in something, if I'm caught in some fear or not wanting to step into vulnerability, which this journey always requires, by the way, (laughs) It's a never-ending, I should call it never-ending gentleness and never-ending vulnerability, although it shifts into a sense of steadiness the minute you're in presence. But anyway, where was I? That when we're in that space of a little bit of resistance and avoidance, sometimes we don't know we're doing it, sometimes we've clued on to the fact that we're doing it, and there's an annoyance, there's a self-judgment or a Oh God, you know, well, you know, I often have clients come in saying, how can I be caught in this pattern again? I learned about this last year, you know. And, you know, I, I just want to let you know that the, what we experience in the world is a lot of other people's fear as well. 
And our conditioning is very thick, is a word that I use. You know, it's 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 like it's big. And the ego's tenacious. I'm just really discovering, I've been discovering for years. So the only way to always, I start to get shifts when I move from judging myself or being annoyed with the fact that I think I'm going too slowly or I'm not stepping into vulnerability enough or whatever it is I think I'm doing. And I start to hold that with the greatest tenderness. In other words, I'm bringing presence to it because presence is always going to be this field of never-ending gentleness. Yeah, just makes me feel that never-ending gentleness. And can I add in there, never-ending gentleness, never-ending support, because we are so supported by angels, those essences, beings that are already resting in divine love, all with us. Our ancestors, the divine essence of our ancestors, past, present and emerging. It's all there supporting us. So this field is never-ending gentleness, never-ending support, never-ending patience. All those things that we don't give to ourselves, never-ending acceptance. Absolutely no judgment. So think of what the opposite that your head does, which is tends to be judging, impatient, frustrated. <laughs> and that's presence. That's this divine field of love that we really are. It's the opposite of that. So, and I just, I'll give you a couple of examples in my life lately. And one is just at the moment, I've got all sorts of things going very minor things going wrong with my physical body, my physical experience. One is my hamstring insertion in my left, left leg has been really inflamed right at the top. So I can't sit down at all. So I'm kneeling at the moment doing this podcast and I can't do anything much apart from walk. And it's been hanging on, you know, and along with that, because I've been standing so much, my feet have started to get sore. So there's a bit of plantar fasciitis as well. And along with that, I've been changing my diet a bit, which is because, well, to be completely fess up, I've been a bit constipated <laughs> for months. And I think I've worked out that it's nuts and seeds, which I used to always be able to eat, but don't seem to be able to now. Anyway, so I'm adjusting my diet. In, not, in quite a few different ways, actually, and my gut's been sore as well, so I haven't got that right either. So, you know, well, there's this woman called Louise Hay, who I'm sure you've all heard of, and she talks about, and I've always felt for a very long time, that our physical health, well, it's all connected. The physical, the emotional, the spiritual is all one. So we can't separate them at all. So I always, when I've got things going on, want to address both the physical, the emotional and the spiritual. And that's not to say, and I really want to, you know, add this in, that there are totally enlightened beings who have sickness because sometimes sickness is just meant to be part of 
our experience, you know, our experience in this lifetime. There are totally enlightened beings who pass away or make their transition through some illness because that's just what's meant to be. So it's never about judgment or it's never about that, you know. And sometimes no matter what we do, we're just meant to have this experience. So for me, nevertheless, I attempt to tune in to the emotional and spiritual components of everything I'm experiencing. And I haven't quite grasped what's going on (laughs) with this. So it's been dragging on for a number of weeks. And, you know, I can get a bit frustrated sometimes with that or with myself. And, And what I, you know, even with that, what I know I need to do is hold that with never-ending gentleness and never-ending patience and never-ending acceptance, just like presence would. And I have a sense that, well, the, the hamstring thing, I've got a bit of a sense, might not be right, that it's to do with really owning this power that we all are, this uh, very gentle power, but also very powerful because it's the only thing that's true. Really trusting that and stepping into that. I've got a feeling there's resistance there. That might not be right, but anyway, that's what's coming to me. But it's not changing at the moment, so just got to sit with it. So I just, you know, that's an example, and I know many of you will have various things going wrong with the physical body or perhaps it's the emotional body, depression, anxiety. And always these things are an opportunity to turn us inward towards presence and to see if there is a learning opportunity. But that's got to be a really patient, very non-judgmental. And it's not about analysis either. It's just about giving it to presence. So I was meditating at the beach this morning and I was feeling Mother Earth just holding my sore bum (laughs) and just letting the love penetrate. And, you know, I didn't get any remarkable insights or things that suddenly cured it, but (laughs) I just have to keep letting that be and maybe this is going to be a gentle journey. It's certainly slowing me down and that's probably part of it as well, to be honest. So, yeah, it's a letting be, a bringing in this never-ending gentleness, this never-ending non-judgment. So that's what I want to encourage all of you to do. And to not, it's not about analysing in your head because that tends to get judgy. So whether it's, you know, anxiety, depression, stress, overwhelm or some physical issue that we bring it to presence we hold it with great compassion never-ending gentleness and we just let it arise we let the wisdom arise when it's ready to arise or maybe it won't and we just have to rest with what is for whatever period of time and even allowing just as I said that the thought came to me gee I hope it doesn't go on forever (laughs) But, you know, I suspect it won't. But if it does, (laughs) that's what I have to deal with. So, yeah. 
And I've got another example just from my life. And, you know, I, I use my life because I feel like that's much better than just telling people what to do. I can't do that. <laughs> you know, all I can do is share with you my learning and then you can take from that what, what, um, what works for you. You know, you do you, as I always say. You take from it what feels wholesome for you. But another thing that's been happening, which um, is that just in the last few weeks, my client numbers dropped off a little bit. And of course, I took that inwards and wondered what that could be about. And because often it's not just about, you know, worldly things. It's about the way we're being in the world. In fact, very often it's about that. And it sort of came to me that you know, when I had that, I left medicine for seven months, or it took seven and a half by the time I got back in uh, last year, and because I really wanted to move into spirituality and I didn't realise or was a bit, perhaps, well, there definitely was inner fear that felt that I couldn't mix that with medicine. Anyway, so I moved into spirituality for a while and away from medicine. And during that time, of course, I had to let a number of general practices know that that's what I was doing. And the truth is they haven't referred to me since. <laughs> so I've been relying on um, word of mouth, which has always been beautiful for me, by the way. So keep it up, those of you that um, recommend me to your friends and family. That's really helpful for me. So keep doing it, please. <laughs> um, but of course, when referrals from GPs have dropped off a bit, sometimes it gets slow. And I realised that I'd been scared of, well, putting myself out there with GPs again, re-approaching them. Um, I have done that a bit, but because I felt, you know, fear of judgment and, you know, I understand that beings that don't understand spirituality might think that it's what it's not, that it's caught up in religion or that there's judgment in it, which there so isn't. It's much more about unconditional love or that there's some controlling element, which there absolutely isn't. It's totally about people finding their own authentic way to access their own spirit and be guided by that. So, Or some people just aren't yet ready for spirituality. So I, I totally get it. It's not about that. It's more that, you know, there's been a hesitancy or a vulnerable feeling about putting myself out there again. So... I decided I would very bravely send around letters. I didn't talk about spirituality. I just talked about doing mindfulness and psychotherapy because I've also realised that I've got to meet the world where it's at. And oddly, the minute I started doing that, people started ringing me. And it wasn't because the GPs had started to refer to me yet. It was just that I'd made that shift, that internal shift. It's a bit like, you know, the universe... <laughs> Or, which is really me, that we are all this one essence, that my inner divine God self didn't want me holding off from people because I was scared of judgment. And I did, I bravely asked one practice if I could come and talk to them. You know, I haven't heard back, but that's okay. It's more that the willingness to step towards that vulnerability was there. So, and, you know, while I was in that and I was scared and perhaps a bit frustrated with myself that I'd let that go for a period of time and 
or in my moments of feeling the fear and vulnerability or the worry about judgment or not even being able to grasp what it was that I needed to do for a while. And, you know, there, there was a temptation for that judgment to come back, you know, that how could I resist vulnerability even at this stage, you know, just annoyance. And, you know, some things are really big and that's obviously a reasonably big one for me. <laughs> so I have to be really kind to that inner being, that little girl, wounded child that we all have that was scared that didn't want to be judged by colleagues or didn't want to reach out to colleagues again. And that's okay, you know, I've got to hold her hand. And it comes back to the never-ending gentleness and the never-ending patience and the never-ending acceptance. And I remember a moment was, you know, in this last few weeks where I just realised, oh, I'm judging her. And started to hold her with greater gentleness. Hmm, makes me feel teary. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't matter how far we are along this journey. I mean, I guess I'm sure there are beings that are so deeply enlightened that there's no elements left to be revealed of the human condition. But I suspect, you know, that this journey, you know, that it's going to take a very long time, if if not forever, that, you know, hidden fears or, you know, hidden resistances or vulnerabilities or whatever, you know, aspects of ego self, the, the wounded being is going to be shown to us over and over again and over and over again. We have to hold that being with the greatest gentleness, never-ending gentleness and patience and acceptance because that's bringing it to presence. It's like, remember this wounded essence is just actually a dream and so all we need to do is recognise, ah, I can hold this as presence does. I can hold this as presence because that's what it really is. That's what I really am. Their fears are not really true. Only truth is true. And truth is unconditional love. So it's when we hold this stuff in the light of presence, it just dissipates because you recognize, ah, I am this. I am this loving essence. I am not the passing emotion, the passing fragilities, the passing thoughts or even the ruminating thoughts when we get really scared. So I'm not any of that. I am the essence that's watching that, the witness, that is unconditionally loving, patient, gentle. And I just want to reassure all of you that feel like that accessing that presence is a long way away. <laughs> I just want to reassure all of you that I can still get caught and have been caught in moments of where I'm totally stuck in the emotion, where I'm caught in the fear or my body's feeling tense because I'm resisting the vulnerability or I'm a bit annoyed at my bum being sore <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. So, you know, I can still get caught in it, but 
does it last for very long these days? No, not really. And that's because, although, you know, it can, sometimes I'm caught in it for a day. Mostly not. Mostly it's a few hours or even much less than that. But the point I'm getting at is that the more we work on our meditation, our being in nature, our just being present as the witness, so you're witnessing your breathing, you're witnessing the thoughts as they come and go, you're witnessing or just observing the emotion. So the minute you, the minute you even notice, ah, I'm scared, you've stepped back from just being totally in the fear. So that's a big start. And then you just observe that fear. Just notice how it makes the body feel. Notice the tension. Perhaps the heart rate's going up or you feel a bit sweaty or the stomach feels a bit funny or just observe the loving, gentle, patient witness. Just observe the emotion. And it passes because you're bringing presence to it. It may not completely go away, but it at least settles. And what, what we learn in that process is that ah, those passing things, the passing feelings, the passing thoughts, even the body is passing. <laughs> Everything that's happening around us, those passing things are not the real truth of what we are. What we are is this never-ending field of gentleness. And of course, connecting to nature is really helpful with that because it will bring you to that. So Mother Earth or the trees, they always pull me in a direction of more gentleness. So if you're really stuck in a bit of self-judgment or get your bare feet in the earth or sit on the earth, or just listen to the waves or sit by a tree, do your breathing, it will all bring you back and then insights do tend to come, you know, aha moments. Ah, I just need to accept this. Or for me it was, ah, I need to step and reach out to, you know, some colleagues again or, or whatever it is that comes to us in that moment that feels like a wholesome way forward. And even if we're getting that wrong, which I do regularly, by the way, <laughs> It's not really wrong, just to come back to the fact Auntie Jinta always calls it a process. So, it, you know, we do we need to because that's how we learn. We need to kind of move in one direction and then recognise, ah, that's not quite it, and be pulled more gently back in another direction and just with just that sublime, never-ending gentleness and patience and acceptance that spirit holds us with every time is what we need to do. So it kind of feels like that's the end for today, but something just came to me and I just want to acknowledge all those helpers I have in spirit, in that essence of spirit, because, you know, I always feel so supported and I am so deeply grateful to that essence of love that we are and to all those essences that are with me when I'm doing this stuff. So deep gratitude. And, and I yeah, just want to let you all know how supported you are too. And I just want to remind you again before I finish. So I'm, I'm a GP that focuses on counselling, psychotherapy, mindfulness and spirituality. 
and I do individual therapy. I also see couples or I'll see family groups as needed. Um, and I do have a workshop coming up, which is really exciting, and I would really love to have you there. It will be a loving, accepting space and an opportunity for you to ask questions or share some of your experience if you want to. And there will be guidance on kindness to self, which is pretty similar to this talk I just gave, but there's bound to be other things that come out at the time. So, And it's in a beautiful little spot. So please tell that's in about a month on the 27th of November from 5.30 to 7. And there's a $10 discount, by the way, if you book before the 16th of November. And it's only $25, the discount fee, that is. So if you book before the 16th of November. So please share that with all your friends and family and workmates because I would love to have you there. And don't forget to look me up on my website, livingawarenesswa.com and my Facebook, Instagram and YouTube page, which are all Living Awareness WA. And just to acknowledge Auntie Jinta or Isaira as well. She's been a beautiful guide for me and her website is isaira.com. Much love to you all.